Hey, let's get started here. We're, today we're going to start from Bet Amun Bet, the two dots. But let's review outside what we did yesterday before we begin. And uh, we'll go ahead after that. So yesterday we learned that Rabbi Yochanan told us there are three keys in the hands of Hashem that he does not give over to a shaliach. So we explained what that means is that there are three types of realities or three types of uh, situations Hashem does directly, not through an intermediary. So what were the three things that we said? We said the key of rain, bringing rain to this world, uh, childbirth, and techiyat ametim, right, reviving the dead. So these three things, when they occur, it's God directly involved, not through a, a messenger. We brought psukim for each of them that show the language of pitchi or poteach. means God is the one directly doing it, not that there's any intermediary, any messenger involved. That's what we explained yesterday. Came along the Amri in, in Israel. They taught an additional one, one more. What was the one more? Parnasa, meaning parnasa, sustenance, is granted to a person also directly by God, not through any intermediaries. That's what we said. So the Gemara said, why didn't Rabbi Yochanan include that in his list? Why did he not include Parnassah? So he explained, because Gishamim Hanunami Parnassah. Because Gishamim, rain, is Parnassah. Rain brings sustenance, it brings Shefa, it brings Riboy, it brings all kinds of good things. That is the same as Parnassah, so it covers, that's why he didn't mention Parnassah. That's what we explained yesterday. We saw that there was a machlok at Rashi Tosafot, what it meant exactly in terms of not giving these over. Rashi said it meant that there were people in history who brought back people from the dead or brought uh, someone, uh, brought rain, etc. But Hashem didn't give over all three abilities to one person at the same time. That's what it was. It means Elio Anavi, when he took the rain away, brought it back, he wasn't given all three abilities at the same time. That's what Rashi learned. Tosafot explained that not one messenger wasn't given the power over these forever. As opposed to, by the way, like the sun. The sun is a shliach Hashem. The sun brings uh, a heat, it brings light, it brings certain things to the world, but not that, that's permanent. Meaning it's a shliach in a certain way permanently. However, these three things are things that God controls ultimately by Himself without any messenger. He doesn't appoint a messenger. Reviving the dead. Bringing back the dead. We said every day we wake up, it's a. He brings back life to bodies that are, in a certain way, considered dead, 160th of death. It's not the same, but the Gemara says sleep is 160th of death. It's considered. And it means in the future God's going to revive the dead. It's going to be, like we said, God's going to be the one to open them. That's the point. Okay, let's get started now. We're holding the two dots, the top of Bet Amun Bet. Now we're going to get into more technical sugyot. Yesterday was fun. Now we'll break our heads a little bit. We learned yesterday, I mean really we learned in the Mishnah, we had... The machloket, when do we start saying Mashiva Ruach Geshem? So we had three opinions in the Mishnah. We had Rabbi Yezer, who says, First day of Sukkot. So, first day of Sukkot, according to Rabbi Yezer, we start saying Mashiva Ruach. Rabbi Yoshua said, Shmini Atzeret at Shacharit, we start saying Mashiva Ruach. 
And we have Yehuda Musaf of Shmini Atzeret. Who do we paskin like? Rav Yehuda. We start saying, we stop. We start saying Mashifa Ruach in Shmini Atzeret of Musaf. Well, let's not talk about stop. It just confuses things. But the beginning. So today the Gemara starts off and wants to understand the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says, we start saying Mashifa Ruach on the first day of Sukkot. Remember, in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yeshua didn't like his opinion. Why he didn't like his opinion? Because he said, why would you start saying Mashifa Ruach, which is talking about Hashem's power of rain, on the first day of Sukkot? You don't want rain on the first day of Sukkot, because then you get rained out of the Sukkah, and that's considered Siman Kalala. You don't want that. So that's what Rabbi, Rabbi Yeshua said. We'll get back into that argument later. But now the Gemara understands like this. The fact that you start Mashif Aruach on the first day of Sukkot, there must be some ref- reference to this. There must be something else that happens on Sukkot on the first day that Rabbi Yezer looked at that and he said, well, if that starts on the first day of Sukkot and that's talking about rain, we should also start Mashif Aruach on the first day of Sukkot. What do we start on the first day of Sukkot that's what the Gemara is going to end. What is it that we start on the first day of Sukkot that has to do with the rain that Rabbi Eliezer said also Mashiv Aruach, which has to do with rain, should start on the first day of Sukkot? Okay, kind of. What is it that we do? We do one of these. The other one we don't... Oh, oh, very good. I didn't know if anyone knows about it here. Good. That's, the, 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 that's right, that's right. The rock, exactly. So there are two possible things that occur on the first day of Sukkot and these both could be the source that Rabbi Yezer learned the halacha of Mashif Aruach from. What are the two things? So one thing that we do, which is the one everybody knows, the first day of Sukkot, we take Lulav and Etrog. First day of Sukkot. We take Lulav and Etrog. Now, what does Lulav and Etrog have to do with water, rain, they are plants, but Rashi says even more that the kavanah we're supposed to have, I don't know, maybe you don't have this, but if you read, if you read the kavanot, when we take Lulav and Etrog, we're supposed to have kavanah just like these things, Lulav and Etrog, need water. And without water, they cannot survive. So too, when we're shaking it on the first day, we're supposed to think to ourselves, God, give water to the, the world this year, give rain to the world this year. Remember, Sukkot is all about rain because it's before the rainy season. So that is one of the things done on the first day of Sukkot that begins on the first day of Sukkot that is associated with rain. So maybe... We do Tikkun HaGeshem. This is one of the things associated with rain. So maybe that was why Rabbi Eliezer said, just as you take Lulav and Etrog on the first day of Sukkot, you should also say Mashif Aruach on the first day of Sukkot. Okay, that's one option. There's another option with Matan just mentioned, which is called Nisuch HaMayim. What is Nisuch HaMayim? So, the same underlying idea, by the way. Because we're judged about rain on Sukkot, and it's before the rainy season, there was a special procedure they would do with the Korbanot that they would do only on Sukkot, which was called Nisuch HaMayim. What is Nisuch HaMayim? Literally, it means... Which, it comes from the same theme. What is Nisuch HaMayim? Literally, it means pouring water. What's pouring water? There was a special procedure, as Matan just referenced, uh, the Simchat Beta Shoeva was when they would draw water, but they would pour special water. Special water, they would draw and pour water. On the first day of Sukkot, we understand according to this opinion, 
And that would be in order that God will give a good judgment for water on Sukkot. Okay. Draw it and pour it. Draw it and pour it. Yeah. Yeah. We say in Avdalah. You also say in Avdalah? You say it or no? You say in Avdalah or no? I don't know, Ashkenazim say, okay, fine. It's there, okay, it's there. We say it, So, on the first day of Sukkot, they would pour water, a special hole in the Mizbeach. The Gemara in Mesechet Sukkot talks about it. That was also done on the first day of Sukkot, the Gemara here assumes. We're going to see there's other opinions that they would do it on different days of Sukkot, but this opinion is going to assume they would start on the first day of Sukkot. So, now we get to our question. Is the source for Rabbi Eliezer starting Mashif Ruach learnt from taking Lulav, which happens on the first day of Sukkot, or is it learnt from Nisu Hamai and pouring the water, which the Gemara says, according to Rabbi Eliezer, would also be the first day of Sukkot? Now, what's the Nafkamina? Meaning, asking this as a question, there has to be some practical halachic difference. Since there might be a thing that the Nisu Hamayim didn't happen on the first day, it should be so you, you're saying already step two, but even before that, when do we take Lulav and Etrog? Which, on Shacharit, during Shacharit. Meaning, we take Lulav and Etrog in the morning, in the morning of Sukkot, right? The morning of the first day of Sukkot. When would they pour Nisu Hamayim? So this is very interesting. Usually the halacha is that Korbanot cannot be done at night. Korbanot is only done during the day, after the korban tamid of the morning, before the korban tamid of the afternoon. There's no korbanot process during the day. Nisuch HaMayim, we're going to show, was allowed to be done at night. Very interesting halacha. Since it was allowed to be done at night, if the mekor for, for Mashif HaRuach, the first day, is from Nisuch HaMayim, so then when would you start saying Mashif HaRuach? The first, first night, night, when 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 Sukkot begins, which means when would you start saying it? Arvit, that Sukkot begins. So you would actually then start saying Mashiv Aruach, the first tefillah of Sukkot, which is Arvit. If the source of Rabbi Eliezer is from taking the lulav, that only happened in Shacharit the next morning, the first day of Sukkot. So you'd start Mashif Aruach the first day of Sukkot. If it's the source is from Nisochamayim, so you would start like Nisochamayim that could be done the night before. You'd start Mashif Aruach the night before. Good, I'm going to emphasize more when we see that inside. But that's how the Gemara is going to lay out the question. What is his source? And that's the Nafkamina. There is a difference what, depending on what his source is. Okay, let's see that inside. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer miyom tov arishin shel chag. Rabbi Eliezer says they would start Mashif Ruach on the first day of Sukkot. Ibailu means they ask the following sheila, the following question. Rabbi Eliezer, mehecha gamirla. Rabbi Eliezer, mehecha means from where? Gamirla. Mehecha gamirla. What, from where is his source that he learns? What is the source that Rabbi Yezer learns? Mashiv Aruach begins on the first day of Sukkot. Milulav Gamarla. Does he learn it from Lulav? You take Lulav on the first day of Sukkot. So also you should start Mashiv Aruach on the first day of Sukkot. Oh, Minusuchamayim Gamarla. Or perhaps from Nisuchamayim he learns. What does it mean? Or perhaps his source is from Nisochamayim, the special water pouring that was done on the first day of Sukkot. So the Gemara explains what's the nafkamina, what is the practical difference depending on what his source is. Milulav gamarla, does he learn from lulav for mashif haruach? Ma lulav bayom, just as lulav was taken during the first day of Sukkot, 
Afaskar Abayom. So to Haskara. What is Haskara? Mentioning Mashiva Ruach. Mashiva Ruach would also start during the day of Sukkot, meaning you would start Mashiva Ruach in Shacharit of the first day. Odilma, or perhaps Minisuchamayim Gamarla. He learns his source from Nisuchamayim. Ma Nisuchamayim. And then we would say, just as Nisuchamayim pouring that special water offering, Meorta, was done at night. It could be done the night before, meaning the night going into Sukkot. To Amar Mar, as it's taught in a different Masechta, in Timurah, it's emphasized, the Master taught, When it talks about the Korban Mincha, that's brought with the festival Korbanot, and the Niskehem, what's Niskehem? The Nisuchim, the, the, the liquid libations, the pourings that they would do, water, wine, etc., those poured with the Korbanot. Again, Minchatam refers to the flower, offerings, and Niskehem refers to the liquid offerings that were brought with the Korbanot. What does he say? Afilu balayla. Those could even be done at night. Oh, so if those could be done at night, and the source from Ashiva Ruach is Nisuch HaMayim, is the pouring of water that was done on Sukkot, orta. also the mentioning of Ashiva Ruach could be done the night before, which means when could you start Mashiva Ruach according to Rebbe Eliezer? Either at night or the day. Arvit. That's the question. So again, let's speak that out outside. And I want to add what Rashi adds in over here now. But usually most of the stuff that they mention it was during the day because of the majority of the people. Okay, I mean, we spoke about that, remember, last week, Thursday. But look, I want to speak this out now. Let's speak this out. The Gemara knows, Rabbi Yezer and the Mishnah told us, that the halacha is you start Mashif HaRuach, you start mentioning the power of the rain, Mashif HaRuach, on the first day of Sukkot. The fact that he says the first day, there has to be some precedent for that. There has to have been something that occurred on the first day of Sukkot that has to do with rain. So he said, just as that's done on the first day, Mashiva Ruach is done on the first day. So what are the two things that are done on the first day of Sukkot? According to the Gemara, it's assuming here, we take Lulav on the first day of Sukkot, which is associated with rain. Rashi explains why is Lulav associated with rain? Because Lulav and Etrog are plants. They come from trees and they need water. Arava also requires water. It's true, they all require rain. So part of the kavana is, I'm taking these things, and God, just as they require rain, you should also give us... You could, you could, yeah, you could. You could. Bring the table over. Yeah, we should really do is switch the tables for that one, but we'll get there eventually, yeah. Slowly, slowly. We're going to start here and then we will. So, the way Rashi explains is like this is that just as the Lavanet Rogue are items, they're plants, Arava, Hadassim, all of these things, they're plants, they require water. And we say to Hashem, just as these require water, give us a good judgment for the year of water. And, says Rashi, when you take them, you're appeasing Hashem about water. That's what we're really doing. We're saying, please give good judgment when we take love and etrog. Says the Gemara, so maybe Rabbi Eliezer learns his source for... Yeah? Sure, sure, Eliezer. Let's switch seats. Let's switch seats, Eliezer. Sorry. Thank you. So too, when we take, when we start Mashiva Ruach, if the source is from taking Lulav and Etrog, so we should start when Lulav and Etrog starts. When does Lulav and Etrog start? The first day of Sukkot. So Mashiva Ruach should then also start by Shacharit of the first day, according to Rabbi Eliezer. Or, says the Gemara, perhaps the source of Rabbi Eliezer is from Nisuchamayim. There was a special... more specific about the water and the rain. Exactly. Nisuch the pouring of the water, which was a special, was a special uh, 
avodah. It was a special service done on Sukkot, which was to appease Hashem to give a good judgment of water. Again, because Sukkot is all about water. It's before the rainy season. That was done at night. So maybe Mashiv Aruch should begin at but, night but too. One second, one second. When will you start? When would you start Nisuchamayim? Night. So when will you start Mashiv Aruch then? At Arvit, meaning the, the first fila of Sukkot, which is the night going into Sukkot. Now I just want to explain. The first night? That's the question. That's the question. Depending on the source of Rebbe Eliezer would also be when we start Mashiv Aruch. Now I just want to explain what that means for a minute because this is a very unique concept. Generally, we talk about korbanot. It's not done during the night. So Rashi brings two pshatim. But Nisuchamayim is not a korban. But it's attached to a korban. It's associated with korbanot. It's part of avodah. So Rashi says, what does it mean Nisuchamayim was done at night? So one pshat Rashi says is, is that they would draw the water during the day. That was, they would draw the water the night before to be poured the next day. Uh -huh. it means the actual pouring was done. During the day, like normal korbanot, it was ushaftemayim, meaning they would pour, draw the water the night before. That's when they would draw the water. Okay, but part of it was done at night, so then Mashiv Aruch could begin at night as well, if Nisuchamayim is the source. The second shot Rashi says is no, even more than that. They were actually allowed to pour the water, to do the Nisuchamayim procedure at night. This is a chidush. And so too, if the source is from Nisuchamayim, Mashiv Aruch could begin at night too. That's the question. What's that? Yes, 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 you're right. You're right. That's, that's Rabbi Yeshua's problem with Rabbi Eliezer. We'll get there in a minute. The Brayta will have the same sort of back and forth. So, okay, so this gets into another point, which is this, the Gemara is assuming at this point it was done the first day. We're going to see later there are many shitot about this. Some of them learn it was the second day, the fifth day, the sixth day. We're going to get all different kinds of shitot. The Gemara is assuming that Rabbi Eliezer, if his source is from Nisuchamayim, so then why would you start Mashiv Aruch in the first day? Because Nisach was the first day. And then, by the way, what would emerge, if you do it the first day, means you do it all the days. The day you start, you do the rest of the festival. So you would do it for all seven days. But that's in case. That's in case. But it's not so simple. We're going to see there are opinions later who disagree and say Nisach was done the re uh, different days, future days of the festival, not the first day. But we're still assuming what... It's all assumptions. It's all assumptions. That's so only if the, we following, if Rabbi Eliezer is following the Nisuch Exactly, exactly. If he's not following the Nisuch and I'll, and I'll add it the, sets up the the time which is the first day of Sukkot yeah. like Lula so let me just add to that to support what you just said Dr. Pomper is actually that's how Tosafot learns the question he learns is the source of Rabbi Eliezer from Nisuchamayim because it begins on the first day really it begins the first night and then you could begin Mashiv Aruch the first night or does Rabbi Eliezer hold Nisuchamayim began the second day and then obviously that's not his source Mashiv Aruch begins the first day which means his source would have to be from Lulav because that it begins. So he actually ties into the question if Rabbi Eliezer holds Nisuch begins the first day or the second day. That's how he explains. We're not going to get so complicated though. But the bottom line is, according to Rabbi Eliezer, the source could either be you start Mashiv Aruch the first day because Lulav begins on the first day. And again, we said Lulav is connected to water. Or it could be Nisuch because that was done on the first day because that's also connected with water. If it's if the source is from Lulav, you would begin Mashiv Aruch when you take Lulav, which is the first day. Shacharit of the first day Sukkot, you start Mashiv Aruch. If his source is Nisuch as we explained at least, Part of the procedure could begin the night before, or the second shot rationalizes the entire procedure. Pouring water could be done the night before, and then it would come out, Mashiv begins at Arvit the first night. That's the question. 
Any questions? We clear? Clear? A little lot going on, but yeah. Yosef, we good over there? So the timeline that we have is either good. the night or the day. What's that? The timeline that we have is either the night or the day. Either of the, the night first or the day. day. The first day. That's what we're saying exactly. Should we start again from the top? I don't mind starting again from the shire. Let's go over the question now. Ibailu, the Gemara says that they asked the following question. You know the difference between a Sheila and a Kasha? Does anybody know the difference? Sheila and a Kasha. What's the difference between a Sheila? They're both questions, but what's the difference? Kasha is like Makshe. Yeah, what is the difference? Yeah. It's like some author is a Kasha, on another author. Exact. Kasha is a contradiction. Kasha is when somebody, Kasha, it's like more of a contradiction. What does it mean? It means if you ask a Kasha, there was some sort of a point that was made, somebody said something, and something is brought that contradicts that, that argues with that, that makes that difficult to understand. <laughs> Sheila is like a halacha, a Sheila and halacha. It's not a difficulty, it's a general question. So this is a general question. Right? Is this kosher or is it not kosher? That's a question. That's a sheila. So this is a sheila. But then I need another source that contradicts what you said. Exactly. That's a kasha. And the word sounds like it too. Kasha is as difficult. Exactly. Sheila is an open question. Open question, which is the Gemara wants to know what's the source. There's no contradiction. It's just two options in a sheila. That's why in halacha we say it's a halachic sheila. Sheila, I didn't know what to do on Shabbat. Is it mutar? Is it asur? That's a sheila. It's not a kasha. Okay, let's read this inside. Ibailu. Ibailu is a sheila. Ibailu. So they asked the following sheila. Rabbi Eliezer mehecha gamirlo. Rabbi Eliezer, from where does he learn his source? Where does he learn his source that you start Ashiva Ruach on the first day of Sukkot? Milulav gamarla. Does he derive his source from taking of lulav? Or he derives it from the special pouring of water that's done on the first day of Sukkot. So the Gemara explains what are the two options. Does he derive his source from Lulav? Just as the taking of Lulav is done on the first day, key is day, of Sukkot. So Mashiva Ruach would also start, again, Askaram is mentioning, referring to Mashiva Ruach, the prayer where we say Hashem's power over rain, would also start during the day, which means we would start Mashiva Ruach in Shacharit of the first day Sukkot. O Dilma, or perhaps, Minisuchamayim Gamarla, his source is derived from Minisuchamayim, the pouring of water that was done on Sukkot. Just as pouring of the water, which was the special procedure done on the first day of Sukkot, was done meorta the night before, meaning it was done at night, and Rashi says either that means the actual procedure was done at night, or they drew the water at night, but either way, part of it was done at night. To Amar Mar, as it was taught elsewhere, the Master said, When it talks about the minachot, the flower parts of the korban, and the pourings, the liquid libations that were done with the korbanot of Sukkot, those could even be done at night. So then also when it comes to mentioning, that could also be done at night, which means when would you start Mashiva Ruach? By Arvit, of the first day Sukkot. Meaning the, the, the Arvit before going into Sukkot. Beautiful. So that's the question that we have. So the Gemara answers Tashma. Tashma means come in here. What is Tashma? Whenever you see these words, usually it's a source, proof, a proof. Tashma, come in here. Come listen to the proof. To Amr Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo said, 
Lo lamda Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer did not learn Ella only, which a double neg- negative means positive, means Rabbi Eliezer learned his position. That you start Mashiva Ruach, the first day of Sukkot, Ella Milulav, only from Lulav. So very clear. The source of Rabbi Eliezer is derived from Lulav, just as Lulav begins in Shacharit of the first day. Also, Mashiv Aruch is first day, Shacharit. That's why when I told you start in the Mishnah, that's how I explained it, because that is the Alakha. Rabbi Eliezer holds you start Mashiv Aruch on the first day of Sukkot in Shacharit. Not in Arvit, because the source is from when you take Lulav. Yeah. Now, how do we know this? You go with me, Eliezer? Good. How do we know this? How do we know that Rabbi Eliezer learns his source from Lulav? So there's two possibilities. Ikeda Amri, there are those who say, Rabbi Avau Gemara Gamirla. Now, Gemara Gamirla means Rabbi Avau had a tradition. Meaning he had Misora. He had a Gemara, he had a tradition. He had a tradition that Rabbi Eliezer's source is derived from Lulav. So some people say Rabbi, Rabbi Avau knew that Rabbi Eliezer's source was from tradition. Meaning he knew that his source was from Lulav based on tradition. That's one option. And others say, that he had heard a Brita, as we're about to show. We're going to stop here, actually, because I want to do a review. But there's two options as to how Rabbi Avau knew this. Either Rabbi Avau knew Rabbi Eliezer's source was from Lulav based on tradition that he had. He had a tradition. People told him the tradition is Rabbi Eliezer learns from Lulav. Or there's actually a Brita which we're going to learn tomorrow, and the Brayta says very clearly that Rabbi Eliezer learns his source from Lulav. Now let's just begin the Brayta, just because that really addresses what we just said. So let's see, let's just begin. Mayhi, what is that Brayta? Titania, as the Brayta teaches, When do we start mentioning about the rain, which is referring to saying, When do we start Mashiv HaRuach? Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Rabbi Eliezer says, From the moment you take Lulav. Okay, so clearly, why is he saying from the moment you take Lulav? Because it's connected to taking Lulav. So you see clearly from the Brayta, Rabbi Eliezer says, Mashiv HaRuach begins when you take Lulav. Now we're going to stop there. We'll go on to the other opinions later, referring to Rabbi Yoshua. We'll see there's other opinions in the Brayta as well, but we'll go to that Brayta. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Yes, tomorrow we'll go into the Brayta. Okay, so let's review outside what we did today. We started off, to be continued, we started off today, we said there's a question, a she'ela. According to Rabbi Yazi, you start Mashif Ruach the first day of Sukkot. There's two options that could be the source for that halacha. Either we learn that from Lulav, Lulav is taken on the first day of Sukkot, or it could be learned from Misuchamayim, the special pouring of water that was done on Sukkot. If the source is from Lulav, when would you start Mashiv Ruach? During the day. Shacharit, of first day. If the source is learned from Nisuchamayim, when would you start? Because Nisuchamayim could be done at night. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Avot teaches us, the source of Rabbi Eliezer is from Lulav, Either he had a tradition like that. That's just Rabbi Yavo had a tradition. Or there was a clear Brayta that says, Rabbi Yezer says, when do you start Mashiv Ruach? On the first day of Sukkot, because you start from from the moment you take the Lulav, which is the first day of Sukkot. Either it's tradition or it's a clear Brayta. Either way, it's the same outcome. Clear? Any questions? Okay, good. Let's review. Thank you.